What does true wellness mean to you? I'm Claudia Cometa, and that is the question I will be leading with in the Minding Wellness podcast. Each and every week, I will bring you experts who will share their personal wellness journeys and their insights into what it means to mind our wellness. Health is a state of body. Wellness is a state of being. Let's dive into improving our state of being. Welcome back, my friends. Another week and another chance for us to dive deeper into minding our wellness. This week, it'll be a solo episode, so it's me and you this time. This week, I would love to dive a little bit further into the concept of wellness. I mean, after all, that's in the title of this podcast, right? We're being mindful of our wellness. And each week, as you already know, if you've been listening, I ask my guests, what does true wellness mean to them? And it has been such a pleasure for me to listen to all of the insights these guests have had on exactly that. What is wellness? We definitely use the word, we throw it around in daily life and language, but we don't often unpack it in a deep way. So I've loved listening to all of the ways in which we can conceptualize mindfulness of our wellness. I would like to take you now through a little bit of more historical basis on the term wellness. And for those who are not history buffs, don't worry, I'm not either. So this won't go too deep into history. But wellness is actually a term that was coined by Dr. Halbert Dunn. And he's sort of known as the father of the wellness movement. I gave a much more lengthy talk on this to the University of Florida Inspiring Women Leaders Conference and wanted to bring a little bit of that here. Dr. Halbert Dunn started talking about the concept of wellness, um, like I said, back in the 50s. And I'm going to read a little bit from some of his published papers. He says, Harmony will result when the fact is faced that man is a physical, mental, and spiritual unity, a unity which is constantly undergoing a process of growth and adjustment within a continually changing physical, biological, social, and cultural environment. Now also note that you're going to hear a lot of a single gender here. So a lot of him and man, and you know, that's, that's just the way papers were written back then. We have a lot more inclusivity today. So just take that with a grain of salt. But he also then goes on to say that no person can be well physically if he is sick spiritually, which even just that sentence, I think we could unpack for a while. He says, high-level wellness can never be achieved in fragments, ignoring the unity of the whole. So the basis of this and the summarized version of this is that he talks through how we have these segmented parts of our medical system and society, right? So we give over the spiritual component of our wellness to maybe religious organizations, you know, churches, other types of maybe spiritual gurus, and we kind of leave the spirit part to 
that segment of society and maybe we give the mind part of our wellness over to psychologists and psychotherapists and psychiatrists and then of course the body to our more traditional physicians right and so we have this segmentation and he talks about how the physician on his part must take into account spiritual as well as physical considerations if he is to do an effective job of helping his patient toward good health of body and mind and how we really need to start integrating all of these things into the care of the human being. And so you'll note that on this podcast, I've included many meditations. I've talked to guests about spirituality. And so not every episode is based on a physical ailment that we can necessarily diagnose or tangibly treat, but it also includes some existential questioning and mental health. And so my goal with this podcast is to bring all of those into conversation here so that each and every week we are talking about a component that integrates with the other components. And oftentimes we're bringing them all together. And so it's just so important that we look at wellness from a really holistic point of view and that when we talk about our own individual health and wellness, we aren't just waiting from physician appointment to physician appointment to get answers from an external being. And although that human being and professional is able to provide us many insights based on their knowledge, skills, training, etc., There is still so much amazing wisdom and knowledge that we have internally that's part of our spirit that we can tap into. And this is part of the empowerment in what I do with my clients and also just the empowerment of our day-to-day lives and knowing that we do have a lot of say and control over our overall wellness and that we're not waiting for our genetics to kick in or waiting for the next diagnosis to be given to us and then waiting for our dependency on some type of a treatment modality or a medication. And while all of those things have their place in the care of ourselves and in our communities, there's so much that's in our hands And so we talk often on this podcast about tapping into that inner wisdom and tapping into that spirit and some of the messages we might be gaining. So while symptoms might show up as, oh, this might be a collection of problems that tie to or link to a disease, it might also be messages that guide us that maybe that meal that we just ate is not a meal that nourished our body in a healthy way. Maybe we have sensitivities to certain foods. And so this intuitive nature of really listening to our bodies ties into what Dr. Dunn is saying and that we can't fragment our wellness. We really need to bring it all together. And I know oftentimes we get super busy in our lives and our health and wellness kind of take a backseat 
until they can't anymore. But if you're otherwise relatively healthy, we move about our day in a way that serves many purposes, maybe being there for our families, being there for our communities, doing the amazing work that we do in whatever profession or career choice we have chosen. And oftentimes our nourishment of mind, body, and spirit comes second or sometimes 10th or just very last. And so this is my encouragement for you today to prioritize that and really kind of tap into that historical point of view that Dr. Dunn gave us, which is high-level wellness really requires our participation and our action and not a passive approach to waiting for another entity to tell us that we're sick, but really tapping into mind, body, and spirit and knowing that we have a say, we have messages, we have a connection, a really deep connection to our bodies in a way that others can't have. They don't live inside of our bodies and inside of our minds and tapped into the spirit. We have that. And that's a really powerful place to be in, a really empowering place to be in, to know that we have a lot of responsibility and accountability and ability to impact our wellness in significant ways each and every day. So I hope that that has been helpful for you to know that you're a driver in the car of your wellness and where you go and how you drive and the approach that you take in that journey is largely in your hands. So I'm hopeful that this helped you be more mindful of your wellness in a different way this week. And it has been my pleasure and honor to be be in your earbuds every week and my pleasure and honor to be here on a solo episode this week. So I thank you all for continuing to mind your wellness with me and our guests and our audience. I feel like we're sort of a family that is not necessarily seen. Maybe we don't interact every day, but we come here every week knowing that this is a prioritization in our lives. If you have enjoyed these episodes, I would so greatly appreciate an honest review on iTunes. Those reviews are really what drives people to know about this podcast episode. I don't really do any significant advertising or marketing of this. It's been all organic growth and we're up into the 23,000 or so downloads and that really just warms my heart knowing that these messages are getting to the ears that they need to but I know there's so many more that could benefit so I would really appreciate that and if there is any way I can help you ways in which you and I could work together more deeply I am working on a new website that encompasses a lot more of the variety of the work that I do you can find that in its in perfection. It's still a work in progress, but at claudiacometta.com. You can also book a call with me there and we can chat one-on-one and grow a little bit deeper together. Thank you again. And I will see you here next week.